Welcome back to the Connect Together podcast by the Industrial Solutions Network. It's a podcast where we bring on people that know stuff to talk to me who doesn't know much at all. And uh, this podcast is part of the Industrial Solutions Network, like I said. Um, it is a network of locations focused on the industrial world and the industrial market, manufacturing. Manufacturing matters. And one piece of that that we have today is the lighting in all these facilities. Um, we're lucky enough to have uh, Susan Witten from Kentucky, uh, Kentucky locations, um, who is a lighting and energy specialist to uh, talk through a few things. Susan, how are you? Um, Justin, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, you know, still stuck inside. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we just had like a foot of snow here in Nebraska. What about you in Kentucky? Oh, no. Um, it's a little dreary today. Um, it's been a little cooler, unseasonably cool here, but we're hoping that it's going to be in the high 60s and 70s by, by next week. So. <laughs> hoping oh, for you some nice weather. You didn't get any snow, I see. No, no. We're, we're a, little, a little too south for that. I swear it's April. It's mid-April. It's past <laughs> mid-April, and this is what we're getting. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we're not here to talk about snow because snow's awful. And I've lived in Nebraska my whole life, and I hate snow. I don't know why I don't oh. I don't leave. Um, <laughs> we're here to talk about industrial lighting and yep. uh, and what everyone talks about LED and and getting your facilities into LED. Um, you know, first off. I don't know, introduce like a little bit of your background, what you do uh, for uh, CED there in Kentucky and our locations there. Sure. Uh, I'm the lighting and energy specialist um, for um, the industrial uh, CEDs in the Eastern Kentucky division. And what I really do is, is work um, with the account managers. We uh, identify opportunities um, for lighting and lighting upgrade, and then Ideally, I, I come in and I provide lighting audits. I provide information for any uh, rebate opportunities and I provide um, full um, financial and environmental um, information, payback, ROI, and full, full benefits of, of these lighting upgrades that we're, that we're proposing. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking industry 4.0 this evolution of uh, manufacturing and what our industry is you know where does lighting fit into that right now well i mean it's led lighting's been you know the, uh, the primary upgrade in industrial facilities for for a couple of years now and that continues today um the good news for us is that the industrial segment um, has has really been the slowest to adopt this new technology uh, so the opportunities are still really sizable out there and then when you consider the controls piece, that's really the next step um, to get these facilities into the new 21st century. And that, you know, once that they really maximize their controls, then you can maximize the technology, the energy savings, and all the other benefits of LED lighting. Yeah, I want to get into controls for a bit, but why why are they slow? What's the deal? I don't I mean, like <laughs> if they're it's saving really money. It's, what's it's, what's uh, the big deal? It is. It's it's surprising. Um, some of it is unlike commercial fixtures that are typically installed in climate controlled environments. Industrial lighting often has more rigorous requirements, safety approvals, um, also with conditions like power surges, power quality, elevated ambient temperatures. Industrial environments are more complicated. 
than just a regular office space or something like that. And traditional LED fixtures do not respond well in high temp conditions, uh, which is why a lot of industrial facilities really wait to upgrade. It's, it's just easier to have a, a, you know, a metal halide in the ceiling um, than, than to make those changes because you know, a traditional LED just didn't work well in, in a tougher environment. But, um, but now, um, but now the, um, the uh, improved efficacy and um, robustness of today's industrial LEDs have really opened up the segment and made, and made it really viable. So really it's our job to, to let our customers know what's available um, and, you know, and their fina financial impact you know, that where they can benefit from that. So it's kind of our job to almost reset the table. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so they're slow. They're slow because like a two reasons, probably like the products need to be fit their application and maybe, maybe it's a little bit slow on getting and finding the right products and knowing it. And then two, it's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes, exa exactly. I mean, you've got, change, I mean, right? obviously most, um, most, you know, industrial facilities, they've got, I'm sorry. Keep knocking my my ear earbuds out. Most industrial facilities, you know, they've got, you know, they've got 20 feet foot ceilings. Um, they've got a lot of um, obstructions that make the fixtures hard to get to, and it's just a really big inconvenience. And a lot of times, if if the lights are still on, um, the the facility doesn't consider it a, an emergency. Yeah, it's working. To upgrade their lighting. It. Yeah. Yeah, they we we uh, we sometimes get bumped for you know all those other all those other industrial uh, industrial products, but um, but it but it is important and it's um, it a lot of times if we can just show them all of the benefits, particularly the financial benefits of an upgrade, then it really it, it really makes it easy for them to to make that decision. But it's it's our job to show them all of the benefits. And that's kind of where I come in and can show them in an easy um, presentation, all, all the, all the ways that it can save. Yeah. Susan, it's uh, convince me right now, if you can, like I'm a customer, it's like the lights are working. sounds like a lot of work to go. You know, I've been in a steel plant and they have lights above like the, the, the arc blasting and all this other stuff. It's like, Convince me why it's worth it to to change the lighting in there when it's just a pain in the butt, it's working, whatever. Yeah. Well, um, the primary reason is improved energy efficiency and, and just saving um, saving money. So if you're talking to, you know, the, the maintenance guy, it, it, it might not, that might not be your first, your first step because you're going to really need to talk to the financial guy. Um, you know, a lot of times when we're looking at paybacks, uh, you know, it's not unusual to to have a payback of under of under three years um, if you're if you're replacing metal halide with a LED fixture. Um, then, when you consider most LED fixtures have a warranty of at least five years, you know, this becomes a really financially prudent expense for your facility. Um, and then if you are talking to the maintenance guy and you're, you're talking about ease of maintenance, um, most of these LED fixtures, you know, they're, they're, they have a life of 100,000 hours 
whereas a metal halide lamp is between six and 15,000 hours. So if you're talking to the maintenance guy, you can tell him, look, you know how much of a pain in the ass it is to, to change those lamps and ballasts with LED fixtures, you won't have to do that. So um, it really depends on who you're talking to. Um, you kind of switch your pitch. I mean, there's the, the both are real, but if you're talking, you know, if you're talking to the maintenance guy about how his energy bill is going to be lowered, you're not really going to connect with something that he cares about. Whereas if you're talking to the CFO, then that's really going to make his ears perk up saying, okay, this, this project pays for itself, you know, two times over before you even have to think about, you know, replacing, uh, replacing that new fixture. But then mm -hmm. the ease of maintenance could be a really important part with the guy that has to get up in the lift and, uh, and change the, the light bulbs and ballasts every, every couple months. Yeah. I mean, sometimes lighting's critical. Like, uh, you know, I was in the Harley plant and they have like this, uh, they have the special lighting just to see the paint job that's on the, yes. that's on the motorcycle. Yep. So I, I get sometimes it's critical, but when it's, when lighting's not necessarily critical, like the maintenance people should be like, well, I want to get, I shouldn't have to always worry about the lighting. Let's like, let's forget about that and focus on the stuff that's critical to the operation. Right. 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 But, uh, but yeah, the, the, the lighting, I mean, you know, especially if you're, if you're in somewhere where you're painting, you're, you're, um, you're looking for, uh, you know, problems, dings in the paint, um, that, that, that's very, you know, it could, it could cause hundreds of thousands of dollars in, um, in errors if you don't have the right light. So, so why are, why is that payback down? You said, uh, the payback that people can get is way down. What, why is that right now? And why is it keeps, why does it keep going down? Yeah. Um, price erosion for led products is, is the large reason why, um, why it's gone down and why companies are taking advantage of led technology now, um, for the past eight, 10 years between competition and improved technology. Um, it's forced the prices down 30, 40% or more. Um, so, so obviously when LEDs were first introduced um, and they were, they were priced in a manner that really didn't give facilities a reasonable ROI payback. If, if, if you're saying that a, a fixture that has a five-year warranty, it's going to take 10 years to, to pay for, to pay for itself, then most of these facilities are going to say, you know what, we're just going to, we're just going to keep with our existing lighting. Um, but now we provide a payback um, to a customer that is a, attractive to their financial decision makers. Uh, they've also improved the technology where um, the, the efficacy is much better, which means the kind of the efficiency of the light. Um, they, they look at, at a, a lumens per watt um, rating. And so you're, you're using less watts and getting more light. And obviously that helps with the payback. Um, and then, and just the, the length, the, the, the technology of LED products, they last so much longer. They've really mm. worked with the drivers and the LED boards to make, you know, a, an industrial fixture can last a hundred thousand hours or more. That's, that's not unusual. So obviously when you pay once for a fixture that lasts a hundred thousand hours, then your payback is really going to be substantial. Hmm. So, so how or why would a customer know that now is the time to do this conversion? 
Like, what is that? Where does that trigger? It's like, yep, you're here. You should do this. Yeah. Um, it's really up to us. I think that it's, it's really our responsibility to, to put that top of mind and uh, to make sure um, that we're letting them know that, um, that, that the, the quality of the product has improved, that the price has gone down and, and really show them why it's not just a, it'd be nice to get better light, but all the financial and, and um, benefits to the customer. Um, so a lot of times really what, what I ask of the account managers is, is just to take a, an inventory of each of their accounts. Um, and, and that's as easy as looking up. And if you, if you don't see an led fixture, then, then your customer's a great candidate for, for, for having these conversations. And then at that point, um, the, the best thing that I like to do is really offer, um, offer an audit for, you know, for, for the customer. And I, and I do that, you know, we, we do that at, at no charge. Um, and I really think that every customer should, should take advantage of this. We, we, we walk in, we provide foot candle readings for their entire facility. We do uh, full fixture counts. We assess their operating environment. Um, we help in determining the lighting requirements for their particular facility. Um, and then we assess a control strategy for the customer, let them know if there are any particular controls that could help um, make their facility work better. Um, and then we provide an LED upgrade solution with, with different um, fixture solutions, as well as a full financial and environmental impact of the upgrade. So a lot of this, it's really a service that we provide that really our competitors can't provide that in my opinion. Yeah. What's the payback that you think is like a no brainer, like three years, like that should be like a no brainer, right? Like just pull the trigger. I, I, mean, I think so. I mean, anything, what a lot of times what I look at it is look at the, the warranty of the fixture. And so if you're looking at a five year, a, a war, a fixture that's five years, I think we need to make sure that the payback is less than the warranty. So mm. that way the customer will never have to pay for that fixture mm. twice. Um, but anything, anything under two or three years, in my opinion, is is a complete no-brainer. There you go. You have a free audit out there that we can do the assessment to figure out if it's less than three years or not. So yes. uh, there you go. You can figure out if it's a no-brainer or not, and and uh, and do it. Um, so, what um, are there any like misconceptions out there that would prevent? people from like trying to do this now? Well, as we talked about, one of the misconceptions is that uh, LED alternatives are too expensive to get a decent payback, um, which we talked about. And, and, um, and a lot of people, if they did look at, at LED lighting five, six years ago, and they're like, well, you know, that doesn't make sense. And then they haven't looked at it since. Um, they, that's, it's really important for, for us to, to talk about um, offering a, a payback proposal for them. Um, and, and that information that I get, it's, it's based strictly on the numbers that we've received from the customer. Um, this is, it's, it's just math. So it's old wattage versus new wattage. It's uh, facility burn hours and it's their kilowatt rate from their, from their utility. Um, and that's, what's great about our proposals is that it's not just a guess or an estimate. 
Um, the savings are actual um, actual savings based on the the use of their facility. So um, it's it's pretty good to say these are if you're if you're going to run the, the your facility like you have been running, then you will see these savings both on your utility bill as well as in your in your maintenance savings. Yeah, that that's the main one. And I know we always just keep talking about the money and the money matters and everyone cares about the money. That's why they make all their decisions is about the money. But, you know, I was involved in a project here in Nebraska um, where we did a LED retrofit uh, for their whole facility. And when we went back to do some interviews and a case study, um, did some videos, we all I heard from the plant manager was the boost in morale and how, you know, people are they're just positive attitudes when they're working. And that was like more important than the money. It seemed when I was doing those interviews and that was super cool to see. And, you know, before all this, I thought that was just kind of like marketing fluff and like, Oh, right. Like, Oh, people are going to be better. Like that's, you should sell lighting like that. And literally I heard that firsthand after a lighting project. And that was almost the first thing top of mind for them. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. And a lot of times, um, because obviously lighting is a visual thing, um, it's it's really hard to um, to to explain, you know, your, the advantages of lighting until they see it. So a lot of times we do try to incorporate, um, a, I mean, a test area, um, hang hang anywhere between four and ten fixtures, really to get to get a feel and what what often we find is that when we when we hang those fixtures over a certain line um everybody else in the facility starts telling their their bosses hey i want light like that why, why are they <laughs> getting why are they getting that light causing so, trouble in the facility season yeah right but it's good for us so uh you know it's you just you give them a few a few a little taste of the improved lighting and then it kind of sells itself and then, and then obviously, like you said, the financial impact helps, helps the guys in the front, uh, in the front offices. But when you're talking about the, uh, the guys that are under the lights that have to, that have to work under it every day, it's, it's really, it's really powerful and they, they love it. It's, it's, it improves safety it improves morale, um, just overall improve lighting. It's not just, it's not just a financial impact. So speaking of controls, I mean, you know, we're, we're going into this industry 4.0 IOT. Uh, you mentioned earlier in the, in the episode, uh, about controls, like, yeah. what can you talk about controls? Why do they matter? Well, um, there's a couple things. Number one, controls can help, um, expand your energy savings. Um, if, if you have certain areas, if, if you want to make a, a control system, you can uh, turn the lights off and on based on, you know, what what is being done underneath underneath those fixtures. Um, if you have, you know, a twenty four seven facility that the lights are always on, but then you've got um, a lot of area where there's warehousing that normally those lights are just on all the time. There's really no reason for the lights to be on. So you put a you know occupancy sensor. Um, on those lights. And so then those lights are only on for, you know, half the time. And so you're saving an additional 50% of your energy 
because the light, if nobody is working under those lights, the, obviously the light doesn't need to be mm -hmm. on. So, um, and, and then there's, it can be as simple as an occupancy sensor, or it can be a full system where uh, you're putting in uh, shifts, you're putting in different, all kinds of different, um, different specialty, specialty lighting. You can dim them, you can, um, you, you can change, you know, change them from your, your, your cell phone if you want to. So uh, it really just depends on how, uh, how much detail you want on those controls. Is it, is it the power of information too? Are people gathering information through lighting now? They are, they are. If uh, uh, That's kind of on the, on the forefront um, where you can, you know, if you can, you can make it so that if there's a, you know, you have something on your badge and you can be kind of, uh, and the light knows where you are in the facility. So uh, that can be a, a safety issue. Whereas if, if there happens to be, a fire or a, or a problem, then then you can take the information from the lighting controls, and it lets you know where your employees are. Um, it lets you see um, the best the best paths if you're if you're seeing uh, what areas you know need to be cleaned more, which area need to be um, mm. painted more. You can you can do all of that um, through through lighting controls. There, there's another one where um, it's it, you can tie it into to a specific um, uh, machines where if if the machine goes down, then the lights above the machine flash. Huh. So that's that's something that. Um, oh, interesting. That is, so there, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, because then, I mean, right now you probably have a signaling unit right on top of the machine, and you're lighting up top. Why not just make it? one in the same is what, yeah. is what they're trying to do. Yes. And it, and it's just a whole system. Yeah. So, um, obviously, you know, that's, um, that's a, you know, we, we, we try to talk about, you know, the whole, um, you know, their whole facility talks to one another. And that's, I think that's the goal, um, is just trying to, to get these, uh, to get these facilities in the, in the new century. Lighting is more than just light. It's more than that, and especially probably moving forward into this industry. So uh, don't think of it as just a metal highlight up there that's working. It could be something bigger is what you're saying. I, absolutely. A lot of, lot of benefits for, uh, for LED upgrade, and um, it's really limitless control, energy savings, um, improved morale. list goes on. So um, I have a couple more questions. Um, you know, I'm always I'm always so confused about controls because there's all these different control systems out there. They all say they can do all this stuff. Um, how do you simplify that for someone like me that doesn't know anything? And like, how would someone be able to select the controls? Is it more? What would they be looking for to help them guide them in a selection of controls? You really have to 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 talk about what what they need and what they want. Um, uh, you know, just because th they have controls, you know, out there, it doesn't necessarily mean that your particular customer needs them. If, if they're not going to, like you said, if they're not going to, to take all of that, all the feedback and all the information, if they're not going to do anything with it, yeah. then 
you you don't want to sell them something that that they that they really don't need. Yeah, because then um, you probably won't get the payback too. It's probably more expensive, and if they're not is. using all the features, then they're it not. It is. They're I mean, not for, for a simple, uh, yeah, for a simple occupancy sensor, you know, I like to say, okay, is is this an area um, that is that is occupied seventy percent of the time or less? And if they answer yes to that, then the, the added cost of an occupancy sensor typically will make sense and will pay for itself. Um, but if you're putting occupancy sensors, you know, on all the fixtures over a facility where there's activity 24/7 underneath, well, that doesn't make any sense at all because the the lights will never you will never use the occupancy sensor. So you really have to to know um, the area and really look at each area as its own as kind of its own project for lighting, because obviously, you know, a, a you know, a, a line that, that, that's, that's going 24 seven is very different than, than some shelves that are, that are only used two, three hours a day. And how do you find out what sort of solutions you need in your facility? And if you'll get the payback, you, you have to, to talk to the customer and ask, the important questions and really um, the, the best way to do it is to to offer our our free assessment our free our free audit and and we can really take care of all of that and and it's no it's no investment to the customer but once we show them all of the benefits it really does go a long way in selling itself because it really is it's a it's a great business decision for them um, financially as well as for their employees. Yeah, that's it's that simple. Honestly, an audit assessment, find out. You don't know till you know. And if you if you find out from the audit doesn't make any sense, well, there you go. Now you know. If it makes right. sense, go <laughs> yep. for it. And obviously, yep. you know, times you know, we're doing this podcast remotely. We're doing a lot of stuff remotely right now. We're in a times where, you know, we can't get in facilities and do audits, but um you know, we're here to help and we, there's ways to do it and, or we just wait, um, as you know, you probably have more important things at the moment than lighting. Uh, but when it comes uh, a time where we're looking to move ahead still, there's audits available for you and, uh, we can really figure out when's the right time uh, and what time makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really just think of it, not, not just trying to sell them lighting, but think of it as, as you're doing you're doing them a service by telling them this information. I mean, if they if they've got outdated lighting that's that's using tons of energy, that's um, that could be dangerous. It could get hot. Um, it's it's glass. You're doing them a disservice by not by not bringing it up and not by not showing them what they can what they can have and what they can do and control with LED lighting. Well, that's awesome. It's been a good conversation. Uh, really appreciate you having the time to uh, join me um, for anyone out there that would like to get a hold of Susan or find out how they can get an audit either in Kentucky or anywhere in the country. Uh, you can email me, uh, Justin Brunken at justin.brunken, B-R-U-N-K-E-N at CED.com or comment on the podcast or I don't know. You can ask any of your local Industrial Solutions Network locations. They're all over the place. You got CDs in Kentucky. You got the Royals in SoCal. I say this every episode. You got CES up in the Northwest, et cetera. Yeah. Kenson, uh, Keithley Patterson, Renson House. I said Kenson House. I'm sure 
that would be the new name if we combined the Arkansas and uh, Kansas. You never know. You never know. Uh, (laughs) So, um, (laughs) thank you so much. Uh, Really appreciate your insight and where things are going with lighting and what customers and even our people can do as they move forward. So, really appreciate it. Love to have you on anytime. Thanks, Justin. I appreciate being on. All right. Thanks, and take care, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much.